Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just a little afternoon session here. And obviously, I posted on Instagram earlier today talking about Ricky Stewart. Now, obviously his Canberra Raiders, they went down to the Sydney Roosters tonight. They, last night. They conceded 40 points in a game that they needed to win to play finals this year. So a pretty disappointing result for Ricky, especially then when you consider the amount of guys the Roosters were missing as well. It really is a, a, a kick in the dick for the Raiders. And it's been a disappointing year, no doubt about it. And... I mean, you have a look over the last few years. Now, I, I'm just going off the top of my head here, but 2016 was the year that they, I think they went to the prelim final. Uh, they were probably one Edric Lee catch away from going to the grand final that year. They fell short. 2017, they kind of shit the bed there. Uh, all went to crap. 2018, from memory, that's the year they sort of... There was either 27 and 2018, they went all right, then the other one went shit. However order, whichever order it went in. But 2019, they really emerged as a top-shelf side there. They went all the way to the grand final. They were obviously beaten by the Sydney Roosters in that grand final. We spoke about this a lot yesterday. Um, then they came back in 2020. I think they went to the prelim final. Obviously, Aiden Caesar left. A bit of change there. They brought in Georgie Williams. I thought he was an exceptional get. He was unreal for them. And then, of course, 2021 calls, rolls around and uh, Johnny Bateman leaves, which I think was an unprecedented uh, result. I, I don't think the Raiders could have possibly predicted the impact that he would have. Same as I don't think they could have possibly predicted the impact he would have when he arrived. He became such a crucial cog in this team. It was just unbelievable. He was a real cultural sort of guy. He set the standards at this club. And then when he left... I think it left a massive hole in the Canberra Raiders. A massive hole. Uh, of course, George Williams then becomes homesick. Uh, he wants to leave. You've then got other factors like Jared Croker, for example, playing far from his best rugby league. You had injuries to the hookers as well. You also had the hookers when they were there trying to work out who was going to be the guy, who was going to be the nine, who was going to come off the bench, who was going to jump into that 13 role where they're going to come off. I think there was a bit of pride that went into that. Then you also had Ricky's... Ricky's. I, I don't want to say it as a negative to Ricky because he, him and other coaches would know better than me. But to me, the way that Ricky uses his utilities, his bench quite often, it just puzzles me. 
it just puzzled me. It kind of looks like he's winging it most weeks. You know, I just have never been able to really grasp how his rotations work. And I know a lot of people have felt the same. And look, over the last few years, I still think it has been puzzling. It's not like it's just become puzzling now that they've been going poorly. But even when they were doing well, it didn't really make sense to me. But so successful and they had enough talent to be able to overcome or to at least hide that sort of issue. And I'm not saying it definitely is an issue. It just seems to be an issue to me from where I'm sitting. Now, obviously, this season, I mean, I had them tipped to make the grand final this year. I copped a bit of stick today off, off fans sending me messages and stuff, which is completely fair enough. Uh, if you're going to put calls out there, you got to wear it when you get them wrong. And good God, wasn't I wrong with the Canberra Raiders? I also tipped them to win last night and a complete duck egg there. But it is extremely disappointing how this season unfolded for them. Yes, you had the Georgie Williams incident, a couple of other things, but just just their mindset and the resiliency that they've shown over the last few years, it just wasn't present this year. I, I've had Brett White on this podcast a couple of times over the last two years, and you know the way that he spoke about this side and the way that he spoke about each and every one of their players and what everyone brings and the guys like John Bateman and the attitude and the the way that, that whenever they get pushed down, they drag themselves back up, they come up together, and the amount of pride they put into their defense. And it just hasn't been evident this year. It just hasn't been there. And when their back is against the wall, that's where traditionally over the last two years, the Canberra Raiders have done their absolute best work. The Canberra Raiders this year, when their back's against the wall, they fold in an instant. Their back was against the wall last night against the Sydney Roosters. And I mean, that, geez, there was, I mean, they scored 16 points. One of those tries they scored was the most unorthodox fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, it was just throw the ball around and hope. And eventually the Roosters ran out of numbers. That wasn't good rugby league. That isn't good modern rugby league. That's not what we need games. That's what scores your points occasionally. But it very disappointing from the Canberra Raiders. And, it sort of points the finger now at Ricky Stewart. What is the go here? Is he a coach that is under pressure? And I posed this on my Instagram page earlier today and got a really mixed response. A lot of people saying, no, he's safe. He's done enough in the past. And I think as well, and that's why I included in the photo that I posted images of Ricky Stewart playing for the Canberra Raiders. Obviously, he is one of, if not the best player the Canberra Raiders have ever had. You could tell me Mal Meninga, I wouldn't push back on you. You could tell me Laurie Daly, I wouldn't push back on you. I think, though... Ricky Stewart has been the most valuable player the Canberra Raiders have ever had. I think he has been incredibly... uh, He's just been unbelievable for them. And you look back to when they were successful, Ricky, he was the kicking game. He was the main passing game. He was the real voice on that field. And you look at, for example, the 1993 season, they are just about unbeatable, the Canberra Raiders. They are red-hot favorites. Ricky breaks his leg. They don't win another game after that. So I would argue that he's the most valuable player in the Canberra Raiders history. And obviously wearing the seven, having the best kicking game and the best passing game in any team ever that wins premierships, you're going to be incredibly valuable. And especially when you leave that club and they just go to shit, even though there is an immortal in the centers, you probably got the best lock forward of all time. You probably got a top, what, 10, even shorter, realistically, best five, eight of all time, Laurie Daly, an absolute champion, Gary Belcher at fullback. I mean, that, that team was just star-studded, Lazarus, these sort of guys. But when they weren't there, this team really did struggle when Ricky Stewart wasn't there. So for me, he definitely is the most valuable player they've ever had. And for me, that plays a role in Ricky Stewart's coaching. I think it means that he is giving a little bit more leniency. I've had a lot of people say that it's a lot of backing from people at Fox Sports because he's friends with them. And look, I I understand what you're saying as far as NRL 360 or fucking rugby league tonight or what, what, whatever the hell those shows are called. I, I, I don't watch them anymore. But from what I've gathered from you guys, there's a lot of people that sort of back Ricky there because he's mates with a lot of those guys. And that's fair enough. But I don't think the 
the Canberra Raiders hierarchy are making their decisions on who's going to coach them in the future of their club based on what's being said on a round table on NRL 360. So I don't really buy into that argument too much realistically. I think that him being a former player, a former champion player, their most valuable player ever, that definitely plays a role, earns him a couple more brownie points. I also think the fact that he has got this Raiders team up on a number of occasions. 2016, I think it was, they just missed the grand final that year. Maybe it was 2017, one of those two years. He got them in an unbelievable run. Then he got the absolute best out of Rapana and Leilua out there. We've seen Leilua leave since, and we haven't even seen close to what we saw at the Canberra Raiders a couple of years ago, where he was the best center in the game. And uh, you know, I've, I've always been very critical of Joey Leilua, but when he was playing his best football, for me, he was the at least, at least the best right centre in our game. And there's no real questioning that for me. And Ricky Shaw did manage to get the best out of him. Now, there's been a number of guys he's got the absolute best out of. He obviously got them to a grand final a couple of years ago, 2019, which was an incredible effort. And Ricky, Ricky, you know, like obviously when you look around this competition, and, and this is what I would put forward to anyone that says Ricky Stewart has to go, if you're going to sack Ricky Stewart, you have to have someone that you can replace Ricky Stewart with that is better than him. Because there's no point replacing Ricky Stewart with someone who doesn't have the same coaching record, who doesn't have the runs on the board. And this is where it becomes really important to look around this competition and realize how many of these guys have legitimately won premierships. So you're talking Bellamy, Robinson, Hasler, Bennett. There's the big four. Now, outside of that, you got Michael Maguire. He won in 2014. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, is there anybody else that has won a premiership? Obviously, uh, I'm just r- r- racking my head here. Bulldogs, no. Brad Arthur, no. Um, I think that is it. And Ricky Stewart. Now, of course, Ricky Stewart, he won his premiership in his first year of coaching. Now, that was 2002. Yeah, so that now, I mean, next year, that's 20 seasons ago. And... With all due respect to Ricky Stewart, I've always said it about that premiership. Yes, Ricky Stewart brought a real edge to that side, no doubt about it. But for me, they were a team that was ready to win a premiership. Would they have won it without Ricky Stewart? I don't know. That's impossible to say because when I do talk to the guys that were in that team, they obviously said that Ricky had a huge impact on them, especially Brad Fittler. He played his best football of his career under Ricky Stewart. He got the very best out of Freddie, no doubt about it. But... Ricky didn't have to build that squad. Ricky didn't have to build that squad over seasons and seasons. He came in and said, hey, I've got this team. I know how this game works. I've just come out of it. You've got to remember, Ricky retired in the year 2000, I believe. He coached 2001, a reserve grade side at Canterbury, won that comp, went straight to the Roosters and won that premiership later that year. Incredible stuff. But he was just out of the game. He understood the game probably better than any other coach in the game because he'd been out there the most recently. I mean, outside of him, I don't even know. Probably Nathan Brown was the next closest. But, mate, Ricky had 18 months. Probably only about 15 months between retiring and coaching a first-grade team at the Sydney Roosters. He went 100 miles an hour. He came in with his gang defense, his gang tackling. It worked a treat. He had a champion player like Brad Fittler. He had, you know, he had, he had Brett Mullins, who was the best fullback of the game in the 90s playing on the wing. And then he had Anthony Minicello, who would be the best fullback of the next 10 years playing on the wing as well. And then he had Luke Phillips at fullback, tough as nails. Obviously, guys like Hodges, Hegarty, these sort of fellas, champion players in this team, along with guys like Craig Wing. Um, you know, the forward pack was stacked. Morley, Fitzgibbon, uh, Cusack, uh, you know, the list, Kalos, the list just goes on and on in that footy side. So no doubt it was a champion team. And I'm not saying... 
that anyone could have won that premiership, but I'm saying that it was probably an easier premiership to win than a lot of other premierships that coaches have won. Ricky Stewart, his timing was unbelievable. Was he the man for the job? Yes, no doubt about it. No doubt whatsoever. But he'd come into a team that had been built, one by Phil Gould, two by Graham Murray, two champion coaches of our game, and was obviously being monitored by Phil Gould the entire time. So Ricky Stewart came in, finished the job off there. It counts as a premiership, no doubt about it. No one's arguing that. But I don't put as much value in that 2002 premiership next to Ricky Stewart as I do in any of the premierships that Craig Bellamy has won for me. I probably put more value in the premiership that Michael Maguire won for South Sydney than for the premiership I put towards Ricky Stewart. Because at least Madge built that team over a couple of years. I think it was two or three years he built that side up to where they were going. Ricky walked in on an all-star team. He did incredibly well with them. He took them to that next level. They'd always been a prelim team. They were in the grand final the year before or two years before that in 2000. But he did take them to the next level, no doubt about it. Since then, it has been absolute shit fights with Parramatta, with the Cronulla Sharks. Um, Obviously, with the back end of the Roosters was a nightmare once Brad Fittler left. But they did go to three grand finals in a row, so there was always going to be a hangover there. But it's been a shit fight the entire time. At the Canberra Raiders, it looked like a very similar situation up until a couple of years ago when he did turn it all around. So no doubt, Ricky Stewart can coach. But as I said, there's only a couple of guys that have actually won premierships in this competition. I don't think Michael Maguire is a big upgrade, realistically, with all due respect to Madge. If you're not getting Bellamy, Bennett, Robinson, Hasler... I'm not sure if you're really going to move up from Ricky Stewart. Do I put him in that top class? No, I don't. But do I put him above probably the other 70% of these coaches in this competition? Yes, I do. I just put him an edge above because he has shown that he can get the very best out of good players. He has shown that he can build this Raiders team up to make it to a grand final. You think about the grand finalists over the last few years. I mean... It is near impossible to make a grand final at the moment because you've got the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters there each and every year. For Ricky Stewart to even get them there and to be in that conversation with that top team, I think it shows that he can coach in the midst of that as well. Look at his halfbacks, Aiden Caesar. I don't think Aiden Caesar ever going to play a game of rep football or is ever going to be really considered for that. He had Jack White, who's turned into a star, but Ricky turned him into a 5'8". And it was painful to watch as well. So it wasn't like an instant success overnight. Move Jack to 5'8", and he's a gun. Ricky's had to get the very best out of him. This year, it has been incredibly disappointing, though. I think that Ricky probably does have the runs on the board from the last few years to survive for a little bit longer. I definitely think he's got another 12 months. But if, for example, the Canberra Raiders don't make the top eight next year, geez, you've got to start to ask some questions, don't you? Because you look at that roster, and I will look at that roster in preseason next year and try and work out whether... 2021 was just a blimp on the radar and they just it just didn't work out. We fucked it up. We just blow it up. We start again and they come back with a different attitude. But if it doesn't change and they st- they keep on underachieving next year. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There has to be some serious questions asked. And this is the other thing with Ricky Stewart. He's obviously got a plan moving forward. You could tell how frustrated he was last night. 
But he doesn't have any roster changes coming in next year. So he's going to have this same squad again. He's going to have this exact same squad again. So, you know, it sort of becomes now, if it's the same for another two years, I think Ricky Short will find himself under a heap of pressure in the nation's capital. I think they can bounce back next year. Do I think they're going to win a premiership? Probably not. But I think they can bounce back, and I think they can make the top eight. And I think that that's the other thing as well. For the Canberra Raiders to miss the top eight this year, and you look at the Newcastle Knights and the Cronulla Sharks that are going to make it, Canberra Raiders on paper, and after what they've achieved over the last few years, they should be absolutely giving it to both of those sides, and they finish below both of them. Fuck, if the Titans win this weekend, they're going to finish below the Titans as well, who have who I really haven't thought they've been that impressive. Good team on paper. They've got a couple of highlights, no doubt about it, but they're not a good football side. They're not anywhere near the top six teams, and I would have the Canberra Raiders on their day above all three of those teams that are going to finish on top of them. And I would have the Canberra Raiders on their day. They've shown against the top teams this year in little patches that they can compete with them, and they've shown over the last few years that they should be in that top caliber end. It, it, it's funny with rugby league. Sometimes you can finish 13th and get criticized less than finish ninth. Because you know that the team finishing 13th, uh, they were probably going to be 13th. If they would have finished 9th, we would have said, oh, that's a pretty good effort. They overachieved there. But you look at the Canberra Raiders and them to finish 9th or 10th, potentially, they should be a top 16. They should be finishing 6, 7, 8 at minimum for me for the squad they've got, the experience they've got, and the guns in key positions. Yes, they've had injuries. I understand that. And I saw a few people comment that on Instagram today. Oh, Charles was injured. This happened. This happened. I get it. But fuck, look at the Roosters, yeah? Look at the Sydney Roosters, what they've had to deal with. They played them last night. The Roosters had six players from the starting 17 of their grand final against the Raiders two years ago. The Raiders had 10. Yeah, that's four more guys they had that had grand final experience last year. You then look at the list of the guys the Roosters have lost, and it blows out of the water the list of the guys the Canberra Raiders have lost for me. Very disappointing how it's unfolded for the Canberra Raiders. I don't think Ricky Shield is under pressure right now. I think his job is safe for next year. But if they underachieve next year and they miss the top eight next season, I think Ricky could be in a little bit of Barney rubble. And good God, isn't it going to be an ugly divorce? Ricky Stewart and the Canberra Raiders. And this is the punt you always take when you sign up a champion, a former champion player as your coach. The divorce is always going to be ugly. And it's not very often in rugby league that divorces with coaches aren't ugly. And I've got a feeling that Ricky Stewart, being the competitor he is, this one's going to be an ugly one. It's hard to tell if he's still got the players' support or not because they do tend to hang in games for him for the vast majority, but then you've also got the on-field stuff of wives blowing up, wives putting stuff on Instagram, Twitter, which is not a good look, and especially the stuff that wives are talking about. Obviously, the minutes that the guys are playing, um, the way they're being used. I mean, I just I find it hard to believe that these people in these prominent positions in these players' lives, being their wives, that what they're saying isn't being echoed at home by their husbands. So it is a really worrying sign that this sort of stuff is coming out and that, more importantly, the players' wives feel that they're in a spot where they can publicly tweet to criticise the coach, the guy making the decisions, the guy steering the ship, and even more so, potentially, that... You know, a lot of these players seemingly aren't getting on the front foot with their partners saying, hey, can you stop doing that? It's not a good look. It sort of seems to me 
that a lot of these guys are kind of backing in what their wives are saying or they're echoing what is being said at home. So it can be a very messy situation. It has been a very messy situation this year. They haven't signed anyone heading into next season. They've let Curtis Scott go. Once again, Messi. Once again, the players have come out and sort of said that they support Curtis Scott. It hasn't been pretty for the Canberra Raiders. All the word getting around rugby league circles is that the Canberra Raiders haven't really dealt with this Curtis Scott situation overly well. How that reflects on Ricky, I don't know if it's got anything to do with Ricky. I'm not really sure how that relationship works. But the optics are not great at the moment. It puts pressure on Ricky Stewart heading into next season. There's a lot of little fires to put out. He's got a great support team around him in Brett White and these sort of guys. But very, very interesting moving forward. I think Ricky is safe for another 12 months. But I think at the end of next season, if the Raiders aren't playing finals footy again, there has to be some serious questions asked of Ricky Stewart moving forward in the nation's capital. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.